Hey, y'all. So you know what time it is. It's Wednesday at 7.30, Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. And if you hear, we're going to party because it's the Sugar Show, okay? Hey, you guys, it's Natalie Sugar Brown, a.k.a. Miss Too Bad, okay? And this is my show. My show is um, my platform uh, to reel you guys into the authentic experience of a woman or female in women's boxing, okay? I'm not going to say that my story is the story, but hey, this is the sugar show. So we meet here at 730. Uh, in the evening on Wednesday nights, and we we come here to talk about women's boxing and uh, hot topics and and topics that are interesting uh, for my growing industry. So my background, uh, I haven't introduced myself to the new, but the true, y'all know who I am by now. Um, I am Natalie Sugar Brown, aka Miss Too Bad. I have been an elite uh, female fighter for um, a good amount of years. I'm an old crone now, and I'm stepped outside of the ring, but um, this is my platform in sharing uh, insights and perspectives and real experiences of the industry, uh, highs, lows, and and what uh, we want to see in the evolution of women in boxing. So tonight's show, women behaving badly. Okay, so um, this is my first lady that I'm talking about because um, in my previous episodes, I always talk about and I, I, I always bring up that there are so many contenders out here that are being uh, skipped over because they're tough. And they're actual women who can can fight, will fight, and are challenges that these paper tigers, these so-called champions now, don't want to really face. And um, that is the basis of why women's boxing is not making as much money, uh, why we... Uh, we're, we're suffering in our pockets still, right? So uh, a lot of what you see is the superstar or, or that star that's going home and eating Chef Boyardee out the can, right? A lot of women's boxers, unless they're smart, unless they're marketing themselves in other facets, unless they have some substance outside of uh, boxing, they really ain't making no money in the ring, okay? So highlighting now uh, this contender who I was cheering on uh, because she was exciting uh, to watch. She wasn't a pageantry type of fighter. So she had, she, she her background was, was raw, right? So she didn't really have, she didn't have an amateur background. She just was a, a, a scrappy young broad that will and can or could fight. Okay, so lovely assistant, uh, can we present the lady of topic tonight? Okay, so tonight we're talking about Vivane Obinoff. Okay, um, and she... It, the thing about the the thing about talking about boxing and women's boxing is people always want to talk about the champ, the champ, the champ, the champ. Okay, let the champ chill for a minute, right? Because um, the story is not so much about the champ, right? The story is much about the women who, like I said, make the champ. The fabric that that champ is made of is, are these women interwoven and, and, and 
them coming together to build that tough champion that gets the belt or that sits on top and she has the crown. Okay, so Vivian Obanoff um, is a very, very strong contender. You see her record. Look at her record. 14 wins, seven by KO, six losses. She's been KO two times and no draws. Okay, so from the record, okay, uh, you can delve a little deeper and, and say, okay, this is a this is a contender. She has more wins than losses, and then her win ratio is 50% KOs. So um, we are not sure if they're padded, padding mint or padding tin has been done to her record. But so far now, uh, we're, we're seeing that she, she, she's a fighter. She will fight. She tries to win. Okay. And so, um, let's go, let's, um, delve a little deeper into this fighter story. Okay. So Vivian Obanoff, um, she, her, her record is 14 wins, six losses. Okay. But let me tell you who she's been in there with. Okay. So she's been in there with our darling Katie Taylor. I believe Katie Taylor fought Vivian Ovenoff in her first fight. And um, Vivian was uh, nine wins and two, lo uh, yeah, nine wins and one loss when she fought Katie Taylor. So Katie Taylor stepped up to fight this contender. Okay. Um, funny enough, you can find footage of all the other fights that Vivian Obanoff has fought regarding high-end contenders, except for her fight with Katie Taylor, which put up a red flag for me because that's that's the garbage um, Cecilia Breghaus used to do, okay? So you would only hear, oh, she won, but you would never see footage of what actually happened. And the footage tells the tale because the footage is letting you know what kind of fight it was with the contender, okay? Sometimes the contender does, you know, get in your get in the challenge uh sorry get in the ch the champion's neck so, sometimes that contender will step in that champion's neck for a couple rounds and and and, and make it to where huh the champs getting getting they butt whooped for a little bit you know so i didn't see the footage so, okay, you know, it, it made me a bit more interested, in, in, yeah, interested in Vivian Obanoff. So then um, she steps up, um, or she continues on to fight uh, Mahia um, Mil Milenkovic, okay? So Mahia, I think, M-A-J-A, -A, um, is... She she beat Mahia um, for the uh, WBF lightweight title. So um, she then went on to at this point ten wins and two losses. She had a couple fights in between to get her number back up, and so then she became ten and two. Then she went okay, so she went for a title. This is her tenth fight, and she went for a title or no 11th fight she went for a title which is pretty good you know she's she's going into double digits and she's showing that she has some um she she has some type of ambition in the sport where she's she's trying to she wants to be a champion she's trying to go there okay so then she fights Iwa Brodenica Brodenica from Poland, okay? 
Um, hey, Mike. Mike chimes in as usual. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> so Michael chimes in. Vivian open up. 35. So you going to really let the cat out the bag, Mike? Huh? You gonna let the you gonna really get let the cat out out the back? I ain't even gonna finish reading the comment just yet because we not getting there. Okay, so yes, there's a twist to this tale for Vivian Obanoff. Okay, um, I know Mike, but sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta let me tell the story first. Um, so um, then uh, Ira Brodnicka, so she fought Ira Brodnicka. Okay, and this is the thing about Vivian Obanoff. Uh, looking at her record, she fought between uh, featherweight and uh, junior lightweight. Okay, so she's like she's pressing. She's a contender that is going for the opportunities. Okay, and so uh, she fought Iwa for the uh, WF. Uh, WBF super lightweight and also the WBO junior lightweight championship. Okay. So, um, she fought Iwa and, uh, she went to Poland. So she went to Iwa's porch to fight her. And of course, I mean, this is women's boxing. If you get off your porch and you don't go to, um, and you don't have your backer with you and your backer is not putting money into the promotion, most likely you just go in there to get your rounds in and you're going in there to put up a great fight. So she fought Iwa. She didn't get the decision, okay? Um, and so um, she continued in her... In, in her journey to become champion to then um, fight Michaela Meyer. Okay. So then she fought. Uh, she, oh, goodness. I'm sorry, y'all. She beat Maha Milenkovic for the WBF lightweight title. So she did have a title when she faced Iwa, right? So then she faced Iwa for the dub um, to defend the WBF super light, sorry, to go for the WBF super lightweight title and the WBO junior lightweight title. Okay. So these are in different weight classes now. Okay. Um, she then moved on to fighting Michaela Meyer. Okay. To defend her WBO junior lightweight title where Michaela Meyer, because she came over to the U.S. to fight Michaela, won that, that match, okay? And uh, Michaela Meyer um, uh, was 19 and 1 when she got that title, okay? So she took that. Uh, Michaela took uh, Iwa's lightweight title, Okay. Then moving on, she moves up. So these are names now. She's fighting names, okay? She's winning. So she's she won one, but she lost against Katie Taylor. She lost against uh, Yua, okay? And then um, she defend. She fought. She fought and lost against Michaela Meyer, okay? Then she moves on to fight the Beast, Chantel Cameron, okay? So. Look at her skid row, all right? We're not talking about the champ. We're talking about this baddie right here, right here, okay? She's not, she's not playing no games with anybody. She's going for that gal, okay? She is stepping on people's porches and saying, uh-huh, tap, 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 um, I, I'm gonna take your belt. We're gonna try that. We're gonna, I'm gonna try you because I want your belt. Okay. And I like that because that's what it's about in women's boxing. It's really about the bad bitty. It's about, it's not about the money. It's not about the weight class. It's not about that. It's really women behaving badly. I heard that you was bad. I'm going to try you. 
and see how bad that you are. Okay. That's what interests me so much. Okay. Styles make fights. Okay. And so uh, Vivian Obanoff's style is very much like um, McCaskill style. Okay. So um, McCaskill and Vivian Obanoff would have been a great matchup. I'm going to continue and, and elaborate more on, on that one. Okay, so she fought Chantel Cameron, but Chantel Cameron stopped her in round six of 10 for the IBO lightweight title. Okay, but it wasn't for, it wasn't for the sake of Vivian not get, stepping up and, and giving Chantel a, a fight. Okay. So she was stepping to her, but you know, Chantel ain't no joke neither. So Chantel cooled her heels by, by round six and stopped her. Okay. Now she moves on to fight another killer, Natasha Jonas. Okay. So Natasha Jonas took her on. Yeah. She lost. She lost to Katie. She lost to Ewa. She lost to Chantel. Okay, so I'm going to beat this broad too real quick. But guess what? It ain't go down like they thought it was going to go down. And Natasha Jonas, who is, I think she's, she's, the bad, she's the baddest one that I've named so far, actually got stopped by Vivian Obanoff. Yeah. And it was a pretty good fight. It was a good fight because you saw where it was Olympic pedigree versus the streets. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. Um, oh, goodness. Mike comes in. Um, yeah, she lost to how many? How, um, I don't know, Mike. Are, are you trying to Are you trying to spoil my surprises tonight? Like, are you trying to? You, you, what you trying to do tonight, Mike? All right, let me let me get over to Natasha first before I get to Hamadouche. Okay, yeah. All right, so um, she stopped Natasha Jonas in round four of ten, and this was a huge upset. Okay, because everyone was looking at Vivian as, okay, this, this finna be a journey style fight, journey woman fighter. Natasha's going ixnay, you know, the, this broad and we're going to keep it moving. And Vivian put that pressure on her. I wish we could show clips, but they've been real stingy out here with the clips and I don't want to get flagged. Okay. So, um, these are fights that I, I want y'all to look up. Okay, then if you're looking for something that's cute and ooh, and I can see the jab and I, it, it may not, it, it may not toot your fancy, but if you're looking at a uh, scrap, okay, because that's what you got, like, we're not as refined yet, women's boxing, we're not as, and I'm going to say it, we're not as refined yet where you're going to see two women who are going to, you know, look like how the males do. And I'm not even going to say look like how the males do, because I have seen some really sloppy uh, fights, really sloppy male matchups out here too, right? So you're going to see uh, the, the, the IQs, I'll say it this way. Vivian Obanov has a street IQ where she fights like she's in the Walmart park. I keep saying that Walmart need to pay me. Y'all need to give me some money. She look like she's fighting in the parking lot at, of a grocery store and she'll win. She'll beat your ass doing that. And then you have fighters like the pedigree of Natasha and Shanta and all of them that are poised and you can tell that they've had a background in the pageantry of uh, amateur boxing. I mean, me too. I, I have um, I have pedigree of Olympic level uh, amateur boxing, right? So I, I know the, I, I have the IQ and I am educated, but 
I also know about the streets, okay? And I've and I've mixed it. Now, uh, Sugar goes to the streets sometimes, and she mixes it in with the sophistication of my Olympic pedigree, which makes a great fight when you're experienced enough to perform. And so uh, I've said it before, women, we're, we're very few of us are experienced enough to perform. Clarissa Shields is the poster lady right now because she has the pedigree of uh, Olympic, two-time Olympic gold. But she, when she gets in there, she shows you some of that street shit too. And it's very entertaining. Yeah. Okay, so um, Chantel Cameron stopped Vivian in round six of four, but then Vivian Obenoff turns around and stops Natasha Jonas in round four of 10, winning the WBA super feather, featherweight title. Okay, so that was a victory of the underdog, and I love that. Okay, then she moves on to another killer. All right, because this is back like, one after the other, okay? She steps in with uh, Meva Hamadouche, okay, out of France. And I think she bit off a bit more than she could chew because Hamadouche stopped Vivin in round five of 10, okay? But they were fighting for another title, right? Because Vivin, she don't do nothing but fight for titles. She got that bread behind her. Okay, so she was, uh, she, they were fighting for the IBF super featherweight um, title, okay, where uh, Meva Hamadouche won that in, in, the, in the stoppage. She then moved up to fighting Terry Harper, okay, and not moved up in weight or anything. Like, she's fluctuating weights here, but Terry Harper now at the time was no, you know, she, she was no slouch or pushover. Um, Terry Harper would look like she made the weight properly that time. And though it was a, a fight where Terry Harper now, Terry Harper also has some, uh, a higher IQ in the ring boxing wise over Vivian. That's what was used in this fight to where Terry Harper was the uh, victor. So she lost by unanimous decision um, for the IBF super featherweight title. So she put that, she put her title up against Terry Harper and Terry Harper beat her and took the title. Okay. Now, her stint in fighting started in 2014. Okay and went right up to 2019. So um, Vivian Obanoth retired um, in 2019. I think it was like some November or something like that, okay? And then she tried her, her hand in, in the food industry and she ended up, excuse me, ended up op opening her own gym in Switzerland. So not she's a Brazilian fighter. She's from Brazil. Okay. Um, I believe she got married and um, her husband is Swiss. Okay. So um, this is where Mike kind of jumped the gun on, on me, but it's okay. We on the same page now, baby. Okay. So Michael or Vivian Obanoff. In December 2020, got arrested under suspicion and accusation that she murdered her 61-year-old husband, Thomas. Okay, so um, Obinoff, uh was about 35 years old at the time, so she was in her croneship age. I it, it's. It's so heartbreaking to hear that that is what happened to her because I'm sure um, it would have been a, a very prime time 
now for her to jump out of retirement and fight, say, like I said, a Jessica McCaskill or to rematch any of these broads or even to fight uh, um, Amanda Serrano, right? Because um, she was she was a good contender. Yeah. Okay. And so um, a little more into that story. So um, it is said that um, Thomas, Vivian Obanoff's husband, uh, died from injuries due to uh, getting bludgeoned by a baseball bat. Whoo! Okay. So um, they, they even have the number, right? So he was beaten by a baseball bat 19 times. And um, they're saying the evidence pointed to Vivian um, on top of them interrogating her young son. Um, I won't say his name. And um, he said through the interrogation that the bat belonged to his mother. He didn't say that his mom used the bat or his mom did anything with the bat. He just said that the bat belonged to his mom. So Michael Orr chimes in saying her car was seen outside of her husband's apartment the night of the, the incident. She's the only one with a second key to the apartment and her own son said the baseball bat found next to the victim belonged to Vivian. Um, they also found her husband's blood on her shoes. Now, thank you for chiming in with that part of the story, Mike, because I, 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 this is interesting to me. I chose this lady because the story's interesting to me because I heard another version of the story. I'm familiar with that version, but I also heard another um, version of this story where they're saying that the murder happened in her husband's restaurant. Like she, like he got beaten with the bat in his restaurant, okay? Um, and the restaurant is called Des Alpes, okay? So a little bit into her, you know, her husband, not even her boyfriend, um, he was very wealthy, okay? And his business uh, is, he's Swiss, and he ha he's a hotelier, okay? So I guess he's very much, he owns hotels, and he's very much into that industry where he generates a lot of money from that. Hence, I'm putting together the story of how uh, Obanoff was able to um, get in the situations that she's in where she's constantly content in contention and fighting for title fights because you got to have money behind you to do that stuff, okay? So Mike chimes in and said they were only married for 10 months. So her and her husband were only married for 10 months. And after 10 months, he ends up dead by their suspecting her. Okay. So, I mean, word in the streets, you know, um, is, I mean, she's, this is a domestic Mike comes in, sounds like some domestic, of course, this is a domestic situation, this domestic happening. And I, I bring this up, especially saying women behaving badly because, and um, I mean, I've experienced it myself. Us women who will fight, who will extend ourselves and go there, um, when we enter relationships, we have to be very careful because um, things will quickly get out of hand and we do have the capacity to hurt someone just as that other person or probably even more so than that other person may have the capacity to hurt us. We're still women, right? And if we're in a position where we feel threatened we're going to 
Uh, Cedric Sports Training comes in. Hey, Ceddie, thanks again for chiming in. Just tuning in now. Okay, thanks for coming in. We're talking about Vivian Ovenoff, the, con the former contender, great contender, um, who has now gotten herself into some little bit, a lot of trouble because she went and messed around and is suspected of murdering her husband. Uh, that she's been married to um, for only 10 months. Yeah. So she was arrested um, in December of uh, 2020 uh, as a suspect, uh, suspected of the murder. And so I'm talking about, Seti says, wow, to this story. She must have been having a bad day. Huh. Looked like he had a bad day. <laughs> it wasn't her. It was him. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I was talking about, you know, the, the, the fact that we are women, at the end of the day, we are women pugilists and, um, you know, we have that side of ourselves that because our industry as well is not regulated, boxing is the window for for us to actually express that side of ourselves and and be able to have that bit of an outlet. So just like how you got the crazy boys in boxing, you got the crazy broads in, in women's boxing too. And I'm not saying Vivian Ovenoff is crazy, but I mean, story, there's a story, she's not, right? But what it is, look at her eyes though, right? I mean, I got them too. You see, I can get them eyes too. Yeah. So, you know, I'm saying like, but I can turn them on and I can turn them off. <laughs> she looked like she got them on all the time, but we'll see. Right. So, um, lovely assistant, is there any other uh, image that like we can, we, we can move on from? Cause I don't want to really, you know what I'm saying? Look at this picture. She got, she kind of got the happy, crazy eyes in, in, in this picture with her hubby. Right. And then she's there with her, her son and her husband. Uh, for those who chime, who's chiming, chiming in, podcast-wise, um, you know there there's a lot you can tell about the person by just looking in their eyes. That's all I have to say, right? So when you get a chance, you know, look this, look this contender up. Look, look, Vivian Obanoff up, right? She's she's a beautiful, sexy woman. Okay. And I'm saying that woman to woman. Okay. The when, when, like, you got to call a thing a thing. Okay. She, she got it going on till the break of dawn. Okay. But right. There's, there's an aspect that we all need to hold on to in this industry of pugilism. Okay. Or legalized assault where we got to get a hold of ourselves. And we have to know that the only place that we can um, that, that we are allowed to behave badly in that way is in the boxing ring and outside of the boxing ring, we really have to get a hold of ourselves. Okay. So, um, you know, there's a story out there that, um, well, her background, Vivian's background is she grew up in Brazil and, uh, I don't know about y'all. I don't know how much y'all know about Brazil, but, Brazil ain't no joke. Like Brazil, Brazil is not a vacation spot. If she grew up in, you know, in, in, in the city or anything like that, she came up tough. Okay. She played, she was a football player. Okay. So she played, she was out there playing football or soccer with the guys. She's rough and tumble. Okay. They, they're not, they're not doing it soft in Brazil like that, okay? She also has a background as an Olympic-level gymnast, so she's very strong, okay? And you could see that in the way she fights. That's why I, re I was really entertained by her because she was sloppy, okay? And, and, and she was sloppy and wild, like I said, much like her... Um, much like uh, Jessica McCaskill, this, these two would have been a great match. You heard me? Like, I'm so hurt that this, this lady is locked up right now, okay? Michael Orr comes around and, uh, and says, 
he he looks like he smacked her around a few too many times. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you just got to keep your hands to yourself, especially when you got a a a, a wife or a girlfriend or a, you're around a female, a woman that is a fighter and can actually fight. Right? You you got to pick your battles. Right? You, you you're not hearing of uh these mailboxers they're i mean who is it johnny depp who finally came out and you know he won his lawsuit against his um ex-wife who was who was beating on him and 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 really abusing him well you know in, in these situations um uh a lot of people male and female underestimate the dynamic of the relationships that we do have um goodness michael Orr comes in uh of course johnny depp won against amber heard and i guess now this now this woman going to die with this story on her name she took a dump in his bed girl amber amber girl <laughs> get a hold of yourself like i mean for you to go that far you the get you a get you a little side piece and and release some tension there like it ain't even that serious like you 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 taking a crap in your husband's bed girl go find you a boyfriend <laughs> and then work it out now i'm not saying to cheat what I'm saying is, if it's gotten to the point where you despise your other half that much, it, 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 it's time to it, it's time to cut it loose. That's all I'm saying, right? You gotta know when to you gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them. See, y'all y'all didn't know that y'all know about that, right? That's old school, and and I bet y'all don't. I bet bet y'all ain't gonna tell me. Who, whose bar is that? Who, whose line is that? You gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them. My grandmother used to rock to that joint. That's why I know that song. Uh, Michael Orr comes in, the gambler. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> yeah, Michael. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Right. So it was la last. Last week it was one. It was one uh, joint that I quoted, and this week, yeah, I'm, I'm quoting my man Kenny Rogers, right? Because yeah, some some of these songs out here got some real messages in them. Right? You got to just kind of sit back and, and and absorb it and 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 let it touch your spirit, so you can insert it in your life. Yeah. Okay. So back to Vivian Obanoff. Okay. So. Um, yeah, she, she has a background of being a, a rough and tumble athlete, uh, football, soccer player in Brazil, um, you know, Olympic gymnast. She turned pro at 18 years old. Okay. So she was a baby when she turned pro. Okay. Like she's stepping up and I mean, yeah, I fought grown woman as a, as a wet back amateur, but she was fighting grown women uh, from she was 18 in the pros. That's that's a bit different. Okay, she she getting she 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 getting that she getting lumped up in there on, on that real scape. Okay, Michael Orr then says, and now she's a winner of the, and now she's the winner of the home run derby. I'm not sure what that means, Michael. You want to elaborate on that? I. That one kind of went over my head. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but then, you know, uh, it, it's on record that she went to jail in 2016 for, oh, my gosh, Mike, Mike, I ain't even going. Matt comes in talking about swing, better, better, swing. Stop it. You ain't going going on, on my um sister like that. She my sister in boxing, and you're not going to go in on she facing some serious stuff. So like, I'm not going, I, I, I'm not joning on her situation, but yeah, man, like girl, you had a bat on you and you used it. 
she was she she's on record for going to jail in 2006 because she knocked a dude out for groping her on her 30th birthday at the club okay so dude couldn't keep his hands to himself at the club and she was you know she was partying and and it, it was lit touched the wrong female and she knocked his ass out in the club and went to jail for it yeah so um vivian Obenup is that it is real in the streets you know what i'm saying and i like I like that about her. It's just that she went too far in her life. Like no one was around her or she didn't have a support system to contain the crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because like after you hit him once with the baseball bat, like, you know, or, or even fifth, when she goes to, ooh, sorry, y'all see that? Right? When she goes to the fifth time and you see him like, like that, the other 14 times that you kept going you you could have you could have backed off right so she just she kept going with the bat and uh you know hubby ended up dying from 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 the rage okay so i i i'm i'm spotlighting it lovely assistant is there any other images I mean, you know, I'm just spotlighting her because this is a tragic story of a waste of, of talent, okay? Um, a woman behaving badly to the point where now she is facing uh, up to 10 years in prison. And it's only 10 years. Like, if she's, if she's convicted of murdering her husband, I know murder is 25, right? 25 to life. She's facing up to 10 years. She'll spend 10 years in prison. And um, Michael Orr comes in and says, it'll probably be manslaughter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully she has a, a lawyer and, you know, hopefully like her, at least her life can be resolved where she can be there for her son, her child. Because, you know, at the end of the day, this is a woman with a child and yeah, she crazy and all, but I mean, this is a life, a life ended, you know, and, and this is now she has to salvage the rest of her life and her son's life. Michael Orr um, says um, there what he feels like there's a, probably a history of domestic violence and that's why they were living in separate places. So they were living in separate places after being married for 10 months. What did old dude, what did Thomas sign up for? That's what I wanted to know because when y'all was dating, I'm sure she did something that that red flag or that that siren that you hear in the background it's been a while since the sirens went off hasn't it um michael because i know that's your thing <laughs> i haven't heard sirens in a while but you know um i'm sure when they were dating there were certain situations where you know he he would see that um he would see that th th this lady may hurt him and and we take those things for granted. I'm going to share something, a personal, um, a personal happening in, in my life, my own life, in my own family about domestic violence, right? I mean, I've can, I've experienced that in, in, uh, a previous relationship that I've had, you know, and, and, um, I'm not afraid to, talk about it because it's something that is very common out here okay but um my aunt recently was murdered by her husband um who he he also killed himself um due to uh domestic issues okay so i mean i'm highlighting this story of this woman behaving badly because this is this woman is not um, the only woman in women's boxing that has experienced this. Christy Martin's husband or ex-husband 
shot her. Okay. So like, it's really real for us in this industry. And then on top of that, we're fighting in the industry where we're not really protected. We get taken advantage of managers, take advantage of us. Promoters take advantage of us. Other fighters, um, take advantage of us. So this is the climate y'all, right? So when you see a woman out there and she's doing it, I want you to consider everything that she's fighting just to get in there and do it, right? That's the respect I have for my, for my peer, for, for my fellow female pugilists, because I know it ain't, um, you know, it ain't peaches and cream and, and it ain't, you know, the best situation for a lot of them, but they get up and they train and they focus. And there's something that, that fire in them helps them to persevere and become a contender, become a champion, not a champion holding a belt, because like I said, in this industry, that belt don't mean shit. Okay, I'm sharing this side to let you know why the belts don't mean nothing, right? Because the, the belts don't mean nothing because we, life is hard before we even get in the ring, right? Um, there's movies out there like Rocky and, um, you know, what was that movie with Russell Crowe in, in, in it, you know, where he... He's there and he got to eat the plain rice or whatever. Well, guess what? You know, some of us, we got kids out here that we we have to we have to eat, you know, the 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 plain rice so they can have a proper meal. Or we have to eat. And I remember one time it was down and tough for me where um I had to swallow my pride. It was really bad for me one time. And I had to swallow my pride. I was a newly single mother at the time, um, getting out of um, a, a toxic marriage. And um, I was riding in the car with my son and I bought him, he was excited. He used to love sushi. Well, he still loves sushi till this day. And man, sushi cost some like $20, okay? And it was my last, um, Omar drops in. Hey, hey, guy. Everyone, once again, drop a like before you leave so Sugar can keep dropping gems. Thanks. Thanks for dropping that gem, Omar. Thank you. Right? So I'm going to continue telling the story. Um, You know, sushi was $20. And I, you know, I'm coming from, like, from the top. Like, I had hit rock bottom at this point in, in my life and career. And I didn't want my son to know. And so um, I, you know, drove to the sushi place. Oh, host comes in, Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe. Thank you, guys. Yes. So, you know, that's the story. But where's the story? I'm hoping I, I'll, I'll be a vet for that story. I'll put my story up on, on the line. And not for, not for the loves or the likes, but, you know, I've... I, I, I would love for so, to share my story um, as Cinderella in um, in women's boxing, you know, as the Cinderella, uh, just like Russell Crowe was Cinderella man. I was I played I was Cinderella, and so I was rock bottom. Um, went and bought my son the sushi from our favorite restaurant that I used to take him to when I had it. And um, he goes, mom, you're not getting nothing for yourself. I said, I'm not hungry. I was starving. I hadn't eaten in two days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I said, no, I, I'm, I'm eating light. You know, I'm trying to stay in shame. He goes, you know, he's looking at me. And um, I had a boiled egg, like, um, they were selling boiled eggs at the gas station for like 50 cents. And I went in and I bought the boiled egg and I was eating the boiled egg. And my son looked at me 
and started crying. And he said, Mom, I don't like this. And I said, what do you mean? What don't you like? He said, Mom, you're not hungry. You haven't eaten. And I, and I know you haven't eaten. And I'm not going to eat this sushi by myself and watch my mom eat boiled eggs, just a boiled egg. And I said, don't worry about me. And he was just crying. And that's when the light kind of turned on for me. Um, the light turned on for me to where I realized I had really and truly hit rock bottom in my life, in my career, because I, 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 I just jumped out of the fire in, in, I jumped out of the frying pan into the fire and I really needed to get revamping, get my life and get myself back together. And now, you know, I'm a single mother and I really had to think about how I'm going to work this boxing thing while um, being a single mom, while trying to survive out there, while trying to keep a roof over our heads, while giving, trying to give my son everything that I gave him once before and, and, and providing for him. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's why Vivian Obanoff's story kind of connected to me because there are so many elements of what has happened to her in her life that has touched different parts of my story. You know, it um, losing my aunt. My aunt was the fighter in my family. My aunt would have been, she was my, one, my biggest fan. Um, my aunt who got murdered um, because she was the one that encouraged me when I was that young, scrappy little girl not to take no shit. You know what I'm saying? And to be that person to say, oh yeah, okay. It, it ain't going to go like you think it's going to go with me, right? So when that happened to her, I felt like a part of that fire got put out because she was the one that encouraged that fire, right? Where everyone else used to tell me, oh, little girls don't do that. You're not acting like a young lady and, you know, making me feel like, you know, I'm, I'm not worthy of of who I am. She was the one, she was the one, right? She was the one that used to fight for my mom in school and, and fight for, you know, the rest of my aunts and stuff. Right. So she was the, she was the fighter of the family and she grew up, had children married and everything. And she kept that moxie her whole life. And due to domestic violence, she was taken away from us. Same thing with Vivian Obanoff. You could tell she came up rough. She is a woman behaving badly and she made her way through life. She fought several times, became a champion and lost it. And now ultimately has lost a good portion of her life and her family because she wasn't able to get a hold of herself and get a hold of understanding who and what she is as a woman behaving badly. Um, our host says to Omar Johnson, thanks for the support and much appreciated. And that comes from me as well, Omar. Thank you for, for chiming in and thank you for always remembering to rally up the, the, uh, the people that's chiming in, those who are vocal and who, those who he, who are here just, you know, viewing, uh, likes, subscribe, share. You know what? Visit my handle. Um, I got two handles on Instagram, Sugar Miss Too Bad on Instagram and Natalie Sugar Brown. Like both of them, okay? Um, I'm trying to get better out there in cyberspace and, and, and uh, engage a bit more. Um, but yeah, there I am. Uh, I wanted to lead that, you know, conversation into this. She had a five-year stint in professional boxing, Vivian Obanoff. So from 2014 to 2019, she retired. And I know she retired 
out of frustration from being used as a journey woman, right? She was in a situation where you could tell she was just fighting um, because she could fight. She wasn't in a situation where she was put in a camp or she was put in a professional environment and she was taught the business and the industry of women's boxing or boxing. And I think that would have changed the outcome of her story if she was taught, if someone, if, if, if she understood, um, that she is actually a businesswoman and she's just not a woman behaving badly out here. And, and, and a lot of us get misconstrued um, with understanding what that means. Uh, women, women pugilists or women boxers, we are businesswomen, okay? We use, we, we use the entertainment of fighting um, to be professional women in the industry of fighting, combat, pugilism, okay? And that is why I'm, that's why the, the subject topic, women behaving badly, number one, is very important because um, we have to understand that, yes, we are women behaving badly, but there's a business to behaving badly that we have to master. And we cannot let other people take advantage of our talents to do that, okay? Because there are some women who just want to behave badly, but they ain't got the fire. They ain't got the moxie. They don't have that star appeal that we have that can step in the ring in front of an, a stadium, an auditorium of thousands of people and perform a fight. It's not something to be taken for granted, right? It's just like how, uh, you know, Lady Gaga or Beyonce and them can go up there and shake and twerk. Well, we go up there and we throw leather. We get in there and we take and give. That's, that's what we do. We reel out here, right? So just like a lot of also, you know, these rappers in the streets, um, goodness um one of the rappers somebody young chime in and tell me young thug just got put in prison because they they found out that he was rapping about shit that he actually did in the streets which were illegal you know what i'm saying there's a line now when you get to a certain point in your evolution behaving badly you have to understand that it's a business now, okay? And you have to look at everything in, in the aspect of business, not emotion, not any of that stuff. And so she, Vivian possibly let her emotions get a hold of her and she went at it 19 times upside her husband of 10 months head. And now she's landed herself in a situation where she may be away from her livelihood, from her family, from all that she worked for for 10 years. While the rest of these broads out here, you know, continue on and, 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 and play the game. So, yeah, there are real women in women's boxing that behave badly and that are real out here in the streets and are real contenders. And I celebrate them also. Yeah. So I'm not villainizing Vivian Ovenoff in, in my show. And um, lovely assistant, is there any more images of this lady? Look at her. <laughs> Damn, she's hot. Okay, so... I mean, I like her swag. I like her moxie, right? She sells. It's just so unfortunate that this, this woman here couldn't get a hold of herself, okay? Her frustration from the industry made her retire, and she, she, she just lost herself outside of that. And um, it's, it's very hard. 
it's very hard for a female fighter, for a woman boxer to leave or, or have to retire and get out the industry because it's very much like the males, very much like a lot of the, the, the men. Where are we gonna, what are we gonna do with ourselves? Right, where do we, where do we go with, with all of this? That, we, that we've been doing all our lives, this behaving badly that we've been doing all our lives. How, how do we channel, channel it now, right? It, it's, it's very hard and, and that's why the industry needs to be established. Women's boxing needs to be established as an industry and a business so we can see and have a future in this, okay? I'm not running after Eddie Hearn to put nobody on, right? Sugar might be the next Eddie Hearn. I'm thinking about it for real, right? Be Let's promote each other. Let's build the industry. Let's make different platforms and avenues for our fellow women and peers to make a living, to make money, to do what we've always done legally, okay? Um, I'm not gonna tell y'all all my business, right? But sugar has fought underground too. You know, like there are different, we, we just, it, it's, it's just the fabric of woman that we are. And, and don't, it's, it's, please don't judge me or the rest of us um, because there, there's a dark side to everybody. There's a dark side to everything that's out here. But tonight's show, right? I, I just want my, my audience and my viewers and everybody to um, start to get to know the type of ladies that we, that we are, right? I, I call, you know, the, Vivian, she has her nickname and everybody has their nickname, but you got to, like I said, you got to like the gal. You got to see the woman for who she is and what she personifies when she steps in the ring. Okay. Um, Clarissa Shields, people hate her because they say she's obnoxious and she's a bully and this and this and this and that. But guess what? She found a way to make a living with that, okay? That's what women's boxing is about, okay? So it, 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 it's not about the belts and it, it, it's, we haven't gotten there. It's not about the belts. We are very much still new, just like how um, back in the, the day where, um, you know, men would go from bar to bar challenging other men to fights Right, we're just coming out of that. Like Jane, Jane Couch, Tiger Tremar, like the these things just happened to where we are we we're able to do this fighting thing legally. So um, kudos to all the people who participate in helping to uplift our industry of women's boxing. Um, there is a place for us now, and I see it. We're in the Olympics. Now I'm seeing it on TV. Now some of the men's promoters who, they don't like us, but they see that we can ring, we, we can haul in some cash now when, when, they're, when their guys, the fights for their guys um, are, are held up or, or their, fight, their male fighters aren't really willing to uh, make the deals and fights that are needed for the, for them to get that money up in their industry. They come to us now because women, us women, we just want to fight and we just want an opportunity to uh, be behave badly and, and make a living doing that. So um, I suppose tonight's show is a short one because usually I, I, you know, I really go on and on into the um into the almost two hour period for a show but this is it you know just um giving another perspective we can't talk about 
these these other ladies in the in the spotlight all the time. You know, we can't talk about um, the Clarissas. We can't talk about the you know. Even though um, I did see something the other day wherein Natasha Jonas is fighting Patricia Bergalt now, where before it was Cecilia Breca. So, bad lady, you done missed your chance. It looks like Cecilia Brackus could not, couldn't afford to um, keep the position of contention to fight Patricia Bergolt uh, for that title. And Natasha Jonas now, she got the paper to put up to fight Bergolt for that um, middleweight, uh, I think it, it's junior, junior middleweight title. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, Natasha Jonas's stint or or her her run as a middleweight um making that huge jump and, and now making that skid row for herself is is really interesting um i i now that that right there it, it is is exciting to me so um like i said and i and like my, my guy omar says like subscribe share some of this sugar and know that you can always come and chime in at 7 30 p.m on wednesdays and have a party with me and the guys are talking fight michael who always shows up seti bear who's been in attendance omar and a lot of the other misfits that show up and 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 have a party and and we sit back and chat about women's boxing you guys also drop down in the in the comments anything that you may want to talk about anything okay i'm not shy right and all topics are you know like there there's there's a a, a there's a chat for all topics right let we we just got to remain respectful of course but you know, it's it's always nice to, to have a chat about uh, anything that you want to know from a, a female boxer in women's boxing. So until then, like, subscribe, share. Um, please tune in with, with with my guys on Fridays, um, the women's boxing segment. Um, I try to get there. I'm gonna, I always try to get there. So Sugar might be there this Friday. So come check me out there. Um, look up my handle, Natalie Sugar Brown on Instagram, okay? Or Sugar Miss Too Bad on Instagram. I'm at both places. My face is in both places, all right? Check me out. Um, until then, you guys, have a good weekend, and I'll see you next Wednesday.